That is a tasty plasma. Maybe I could sneak in and watch Final Fantasy Spirits Within. I don't care what anybody says, that's one of the best sci-fi films ever made. And welcome to another episode of Video Games, the Movie, the Podcast. Not to be confused with another video game movie podcast that I recently found out had the same name. Uh, I'm Dan, uh, and with me is Maxie. <laughs> I'm Maxie, sorry, is there really just another podcast that's also called that? Yeah, I found it out like a couple weeks ago, uh, or like a month ago, uh... I don't think it's active, but I did find out someone, like, tried to, like, look us up, and they got the other podcast, and they listened to that, being very confused why I wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the first results are us, but, uh, uh, the, there is, like, Video Games the Movie, uh, which is, uh, uh, lo- looks like, oh, actually it's relatively active. It looks like they also do monthly episodes. Uh, the last episode was in December, uh, to talk about The Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, the animation. Oh no. So they're, 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 they're going, uh, they're going for some deeper cuts. Uh-huh. Uh, great. Hell yeah. Uh, well, regardless, let us continue with our efforts. Uh, uh, this month we're talking about Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Uh, before we get into it, uh, what games have you been playing? Have you heard of the uh, Yakuza series, also known as Like a Dragon? Hell yeah, I have. I've gotten really into. I've gotten really into Yakuza. I've played the original yakuza 1 for playstation 2 a while ago mm-hmm. uh that game's you know it's all right but it's very much a playstation 2 game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but more recently i uh i played judgment which is the spin-off where you're a private detective mm-hmm. um good game yeah quite like that so i was like well you know i might as well try yakuza 0 i've heard that's very good uh good game Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it a lot, and now I'm on to Yakuza 7, a.k.a. Like a Dragon. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love Yakuza 7. I think it's got my favorite... Like, aside from Zero, I think it's got one of my favorite stories in the series. Uh, I really love Ichiban a whole lot. He's such a great character. Uh, uh, yeah, good to hear. Uh, any other thoughts on it, or...? Um, my main thought is that I think Majima's cool. Majima uh, is cool. I, I, I do like Ichiban a lot. He's, he's a very sweet man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that he's a similar character to Kiryu in some ways, but just the way he composes himself is very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's, he's much more positive. Uh, 
he's got a bit more optimism, whereas Kiryu's got just got a lot of willpower. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, let's see, what have I been playing? Um, I'm of course I'm still playing uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I am waiting on my friend Argyle to uh, start doing the raids for Shadowbringers so I can do them with him. Uh, but, uh, aside from that, I got to do, uh, I've been leveling characters, or, or, sorry, I've been leveling classes. Uh, I got a house, which is pretty hard to do, so I, I just got kind of lucky that I happened to, uh, find that one of the new plots opened up, and, uh, I was able to get something uncontested. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, uh, let's see, I... I, uh, recently I started playing, well, not recently started, but recently I've continued playing Namco High. Uh, interesting game. Uh, it's included on the unofficial, it, the entire game is available to play for free on the Homestuck unofficial archive. I've gone through about a third of all the routes. Uh, uh, it's, it's nice. It's, it is, uh, admittedly it is very much within the genre of uh, a visual novel parody by people who don't really play visual novels. Still has fun yeah, writing, but, but... Yeah, but also I feel like it was still early enough that that wasn't as tiresome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at least it's video game characters. You could do a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Man, Shifty Look. I used to love that. Mm-hmm. used to love that website. Mm-hmm. Hell... Yeah, I. It sounds interesting. They had like a Paperboy comic or something. Uh, I don't. I don't think they did a Paperboy one, did they? Let me see. I know. Okay, let me think. I know they did. They did Bravo Man. Obviously, they did Valkyrie. Uh, they did the Chris Straub Mappy animated series. Oh, um, didn't know about that. They had a Zevious one that was pretty short. They had a Katamari Damashi one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? There was a Wonder Momo one. Mm. That one was pretty good. Okay, yeah, I can't find what I was looking for. Maybe I was thinking of some other comic that Shifty Look did. Uh, they did. A, they did a few of them. Yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed quite a few of the characters. Uh, the current route I'm on is uh, Albatross, who is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's an adult doing, like, a sting operation. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, uh, let's see. What else? Uh, yeah, I think that's it for now. Uh, let's get into this movie. Uh, uh, before we begin, I just had a couple things to note about the development, which is that it is comically expensive and had a comically large amount of labor put into it, uh, Two hundred. According, I'm just. I've just been skimming Wikipedia for this info, but like, uh, it is. It it had like two hundred people work, working on it, putting in a combined one hundred and twenty years of work over four years. Uh, it it has such a list stars as Steve Buscemi, uh, James Woods, uh, uh, fucking what it what's the fucking. There's another right wing. Oh yes, uh, fucking uh, Alec Baldwin's in it. 
Okay, I don't think Alec Baldwin is uh, right wing. He's just kind of like oh right a, a boring lib. Oh, oh right. I think I just I think you're thinking of another Baldwin. I think Adam Baldwin. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got it does also have Ving Rhames, who I like. Uh. And uh. 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 Fucking. Uh. Why am I forgetting his name? But yeah, just a lot of celebrities in this one. So, um, so if if they're spending all this money on like an all star celebrity cast, uh, they must have spent a lot of money on the director too, right? Uh, hmm. they didn't just they didn't just hire a guy who's never worked on a movie before, who's only <laughs> done work in video games and like not uh-huh. necessarily games where he would have had uh, any particular. Cinematic you know, experience, performance directing experience, yeah, uh, anything like that? No, I, I don't think so. Uh, oh my god, this this movie is so weird because I feel like if they had put a little more thought into it, this could have been okay. It's not yeah. like a terrible premise for a movie, mm-hmm. um, but I think their priorities were fucked. Mm-hmm. They they did not use their budget effectively, uh, and I also think. It was really a bad... Uh, th- this should not have been called Final Fantasy anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, originally it was just called... Like, according to what I've read, it was, like, originally just its own thing called Gaia. And later yeah. they put on the Final Fantasy title. Uh, uh, definitely a mistake. It's It's got... Like, it doesn't even feel like Final Fantasy. It's just... A cool, weird CGI movie. And I say cool very lightly. Uh, the, the only thing it really has tying it to Final Fantasy is that there is a guy named Sid. There's a guy named Sid and the concept of the live stream exists. Uh, I... <coughs> which is in a couple of them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's... It's not... It's... I will, I will mention it at the end, but... Just to quickly state, it, this is a an Avatar type film. Ex- uh, extremely, I was going to make the same comparison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's so uh, so. Oh yes, it was. It had a budget of one hundred thirty-seven million. Box office made eighty-five point one million. Considered one of among the many big box box office bombs. Uh, like square pictures existed and then it didn't because of this film. Uh all right. So uh let's get into it. So uh we open with a woman who we will later learn is named Dr. Aki Ross, played by Ming Na Wen. Uh she's looking over this barren apocalyptic land, uh, and there's like eye and sun effects, and she's walking on water. Uh, uh, and then she wakes up, uh, she was having a dream, uh, she's been having these dreams for a while, uh, it's 2065, uh, and, uh, 34 years ago, aliens came to Earth and took over. Yeah, the, the, the phantoms, and now, uh, all the humans are sequestered away in barrier cities. Mm-hmm. Um... Which we'll see a bit of later, but mm. it's, you know, it's something too important. I, I feel like Barrier City is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, Aki is trying to use her research and, I guess, her dreams 
to save the world. Yeah. Uh, so she isn't, she's in space, but her ship lands in old New York City. I, I cannot believe they actually called it that. Like it's fucking Futurama. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, it would. They should. Maybe they should have called it Old York. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's ruined New York City. There's a big Pepsi sign. There's a lot of brand it's, signs in this it's, scene. It's so fucking funny when she sends up a flare and it's just Pepsi, Sony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, uh, so she's like looking around. She's scanning for something, and then. Uh, these, we, we meet the phantoms. Uh, they are weird, semi-invisible ghosts. Uh, like, you need, like, weird technology to see them. Uh, and, uh, uh, all of this, like, weird technology that's prevalent throughout it, uh, sort of makes a sound that sounds like people screaming. Uh, 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 and, uh, they sort of, like... They're, like, chasing her down. Uh, she's, like, trying to escape. Uh, when she is saved by a group, a brave group of soldiers called Deep Eyes. Uh, which I, you know, I think Deep Eyes is a very Metal Gear Solid sort of name for a military group. Uh, yeah, extremely. Uh, uh, they include a, they include the Captain Grey, played by Alec Baldwin. Uh, there's the pilot, played by, uh, uh, the pilot is played by Steve Buscemi. Uh, there's, uh, the one woman named, played by Perry Gilpin. Uh, and the one black man played by, uh, Ving Rhames. Uh, uh, so, uh, they, he, they're, like, trying to, like, get her to go leave with them and escape. But, uh, mm-hmm. she's got something important. She... Yeah, she, she has to get the Wally plant. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's basically the Wally plant, the one plant that's growing in this dead city. Uh, they they like call it a weed. They think it's nothing, but it's important. Uh, she like puts it in a little glass case, and they get surrounded, uh, and they have to like they narrowly manage to escape. Uh, there's like, and they do an XCOM extract all. Uh, yeah. So th- this is sort of where. I, I think all the problems with this movie are apparent in this opening sequence because you have, like, extremely slow-moving spaceship transport stuff. Uh, you have action sequences that are just kind of boring and don't feel like they have high stakes. Um, and you have some god-awful banter. They, there's this mm-hmm. exchange where Aki talks about Captain Grey's men and the one girl soldier's le- is complaining about it and she's like, I think she's an idiot. And then fucking Steve Buscemi is like, well, I don't know, you're, you're a woman to me. And he, she's like, I think you're an idiot too. And it's like, come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, 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 they're just... It's nothing. They're, they're nothing. It's, so much of this is not. Frankly... <laughs> I I don't want to be mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a lie. I do. I want to be mean. Um, the fucking God. I don't even remember the woman's name. Um, uh, the the woman one and fucking R- Sergeant Ryan. Mm-hmm. 
non-characters. Yeah. They they are completely flat. Steve Buscemi barely has any more going on, but he at least has something resembling a character. Just, I don't, I can't care about these people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, uh, they, they like, they, they go to the barrier city, uh, it's, uh, uh, and they have to go through these scanners, uh, rumor has it these things sterilize people, uh, they're, they're, they each get scanned except for Aki Ross, because, uh, she's, uh, uh, for special reasons we'll find out later, uh, but, uh, as it turns out, uh, uh, fucking, uh, uh, Alec Captain Bald- Grey is yeah. infected. Captain Grey yeah. is infected, and we have, like, this very, uh, fast-paced, a little tense scene where, like, he has to be put, put on, like, a table, and she has to, like, shoot at the virus with lasers. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, 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 I will say that is kind, that is funny, uh. Uh, it's, it's very, they, they got, he came into contact with the Phantom. Uh. And she, she, she lasers it out of him at the last second. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aki goes to meet up with Dr. Sid to analyze the plant, and they start talking about the Technobabble. Yeah. Which, like, half of this fucking movie is Technobabble. There's a lot of Technobabble. It's, it's agonizing. Mm -hmm. Um. They're talking about uh, we got they got to extract a waveform from the plant, and doing so they confirm the presence of the sixth spirit. Uh, there's there's eight spirits. So they're trying to create a composite waveform that I guess is going to neutralize the phantoms. Um, Doctor Sid is talking about how like all this future tech is based on a universal biological energy source which he thinks is drawn from Gaia, the spirit of the Earth. He talks about, oh, our ideas are unpopular. We could be persecuted for them, which is crazy to me because I feel like if you're literally the only reason humanity is still alive, mm-hmm. I would think that would give you a lot of clout. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They, they just can't... Ex- uh, it, I feel, yeah, it seems like a lot of this technology runs on the spirit stuff, but... Everyone just, like, pretends it's, like, science. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, we, we see his, like, little book, and, like, there's a leaf that, a leaf bookmark in it, and he immediately incinerates it, because, uh, if people found it, they would not believe him anymore. Uh, uh, so, we get, like, a, a council scene, uh, uh, and the sort of conflict, I guess, of the film is that, uh, uh, Sid wants the, uh, peaceful, uh, uh, non, non world destroying version, solution that nobody will believe because it's magic. And then there's uh, James Woods, uh, doc, uh, uh, per, uh, General Hine. Yes, General Hine, uh, played by James Woods, look, uh, uh, who wants to just shoot at the aliens with a big satellite laser. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, cause they're all gathered in this one crater and the crater just keeps going deeper and deeper. Uh, uh, and if they shoot it, maybe it'll damage the earth. Uh, you know what my personal favorite part of the scene is? Mm-hmm. 
Sid was just talking to Aki about like be care be careful with what you say. Our ideas could be unpopular. Mm-hmm. And now, like one scene later, he's talking about if we use the Zeus cannon, we'll injure Gaia, the spirit of the earth. Uh huh. And there's like a bit during this scene where like Aki tries to stop him, and he's like, "Hang on, I got it." But ultimately, Aki has to like recover him out of this uh, this uh, social uh, this negotiation snafu uh she she reveals that their waveform thing has already managed to stabilize a terminal phantom infected patient herself yeah uh uh also i want to shout out uh how how fucking the fucking design they give uh general hein he looks like three or four deus ex characters sort of congealed into one person (laughs) Yeah, no, that tracks. Mm-hmm. A um, very turn of the millennium. It's a ve- it's a very turn of the millennium movie. I was I was reading a bit about how this movie got like a bunch of acclaim for like its visual effects, even if everybody kind of hated the plot. But and my my main reaction to that is like, wow, two thousand one CGI was way worse than I remembered. Uh huh. Like it's... it looks really good for two thousand one, which is to say. It looks worse than something from, like, a PS3 video game. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. The explosions, especially, are just, like, really bad. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They sure are. So, so the council agrees to postpone firing the cannon. Uh, Captain Gray is whiny about shit. Uh, the Deep Eyes strand him and Aki in a chamber to stimulate their heterosexual activity because obviously, if there's a if there's a male lead and a female lead, they have to be in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Aki starts scanning the Earth for a seventh spirit. Yeah. Um, their their little lovers coral contains the phrase "I was probably helping Doctor Sid collect spirit waves," which is the funniest thing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think it's supposed to be. Yeah, this lovers coral involves her suddenly breaking down because she remembers a a dead kid. Uh, it's 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 so funny because she's talking about this dead kid, and then I can't remember if it's like right after it does not stop them from going in for the kiss. Uh, but then the power mm-hmm. comes back on and they back off, and we're fifteen minutes too early at the very least for this to land at all. But I'm sure they'll kiss later, so whatever. Yeah. Um, Captain Gray and the Deep Eyes are assigned to accompany Aki on the next expedition. General Hine tells him to report any aberrant behavior, but also he doesn't trust him, so he assigns another detail to keep an eye on Gray. Um, also, this is about the point in the movie where I realized, oh, like, almost all of this is just black and yellow. Like, you know what people said about Deus Ex Human Revolution? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like that. Everything's black or yellow. Sometimes, if you're lucky, you'll get that kind of, like, medical bay blue yeah yeah it's and it's it's not a very exciting color palette and i i think i wonder if that was a choice to i wonder if like too much lighting would have made the stunning visual effects seem a little less stunning yeah i i fully believe that i fully believe that like I mean, like, that's what a lot of video games did at, like, 
in like 2005 to 2008. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they, uh, go, they go to the Tucson wasteland. It's, it's the funniest location they could have picked in my book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Tucson, Arizona. Uh, yeah, they they couldn't they couldn't go for like uh like the California desert or like even the Mojave. They went for Tucson. Uh I I fully imagine they just looked at a map pointed in somewhere in the American Southwest and landed on Tucson. Uh yeah. uh at, so uh she's she's still getting these dreams. Uh the dreams show like uh these like these like aliens having an apocalypse. That's yeah. That's, they're they're like at war or something. Yeah, they have a um, war and they have to escape in ships. Uh, so, uh, they they set up like some energy buoys to like uh keep the phantoms like distracted from where they're going. Energy buoys. Uh huh. Stupid. Uh, also, <laughs> these fucking phantoms, like the the worm looking ones, mm. they, they look like they're from a heartburn commercial. Oh yeah, just uh, you're gonna. This is what you'll feel like when you eat like a a hot pastrami sandwich. Uh, exactly. Uh, so uh, they they land uh the uh they the seventh spirit. Yeah, they they. They're, they have to get eight spirits. Uh, uh-huh. they, they, the first, the one at the start of the movie was number six. Uh, this one's number seven. Uh, yeah, they, they, they see an eagle, a survivor hoping for life to return. I don't know why it hasn't starved yet. Uh-huh. Um, it's not the source of the seventh spirit signal. Mm-hmm. That is coming from a dead soldier's ovopack, which is like the base of the technology that uh-huh. Sid, uh, I'm I'm looking for the right word and I'm not finding it. Advanced, pioneered, yeah. you know. Um, I'm not entirely clear on why any other Ovo pack, like in a city, didn't already ping this, but whatever. Um, here, here's the thing: this movie has a lot of techno babble and magic babble in it, mm-hmm. but I feel like it never explains the shit that actually doesn't make sense, like. Uh, if humans contain one of these waveforms and these ovo packs contain another one, why didn't you find those ones already? Those uh-huh. seem like the easy ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like, um, I-, I don't know. I-, I don't know. The one thing I just think of is how I, I have now realized that an artist I follow named themselves after ovo packs. That's it. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, they. They have incoming, like, the, the buoys aren't working, the spirits are, the phantoms are coming for them, uh, and Aki is experiencing heartburn. Uh, uh yes, no, she, her heartburn's so bad, she needs to take a nap. Uh-huh. Uh, um, one of, one of the deep eyes gets ambushed and, uh, gets soul vored, but he, he's a, he's a fake one, he doesn't matter, he's not one of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it is worth noting at this point, like, this is how, the uh, phantoms like take people. They they suck their spirit out, which, as far as like ways ghosts could kill you, that is pretty fun. Uh, uh, the uh, so uh, they get out of there. Uh, like uh, there's a whole like thing 
where, like, the other guy, uh, tries to, like, uh, relieve him of his command, uh, relieve Grey of his command, and, uh, it, I guess it doesn't work, um, yeah, it's he's he has Gray at gunpoint. He's talking about how Aki needs to be taken into custody, um, but then he gets he also gets his soul knocked out by a phantom, and the team heads back to New York. There's another fucking space stream. It's like the fourth one in this movie so far. Mm-hmm. This could have been one sequence all at the beginning, but I guess we just had to divide it. Uh huh. And we see this huge explosion that engulfs the world in flame. Yeah. Um. General Hine, back at the city, finds out about the incident. He demands that Aki and Gray be arrested and that all materials related to Dr. Sid's wave theory are to be confiscated. We get more Magibabble, which is just an elaborate way of Sid asking Gray to, like, lay down next to Aki and give her moral support. But then I guess that makes him go into the space stream? Mm-hmm. Why does he... Hey, why does he go into the space stream? This is never explained. I, I don't know. It's just the power of heterosexuality, I suppose. But there's another one later, and he doesn't go into that one. Hmm. Good point. I, maybe it's because he got infected. I don't know. I don't know. They 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 could have put him in more, and that would have been interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I also want to note, uh, 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 Hein just uh. We, we see him, like, get the little leaf in the booklet, and he crushes it. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. He's just like, Ugh, I hate this leaf. I hate Gaia. I hate nature. Uh, uh, so, so Hein and the Major, who's his subordinate, uh, they look at Aki's dream recordings, and they're like, okay, this shows that she's been subverted by the Phantoms. She can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get arrested. Uh... Sid does manage to implant the seventh spirit into Aki, so she's stabilized. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also tells Gray, I understand the dreams now. I know what the phantoms really are. Yeah. Uh, uh, but- hey, you like man pain, right? Oh, boy, do I love man pain. Uh, it's time for uh, General Hine to give his tragic backstory. He had a wife. And a daughter, and they're and dead. And now he doesn't. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. Uh, uh, and now uh, he reminds all his troops that you probably also have dead wives and daughters and experience man pain. You know what must be done. A military coup. Uh, so they uh, go to, like, the barrier control center and uh, let out a bunch... Just, like, loosen the barrier so a bunch of spirits can... A bunch of phantoms can get in. Uh, the I, I don't blame uh, you, by the way, for like mixing up spirits and phantoms just then. Uh huh. I they could have picked like slightly different words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's very similar. Uh. Uh. So the, they they're gonna let the phantoms in, uh, kill everyone, and then swoop in as heroes. Uh, perfect plan. Uh, but. Uh, doesn't go as planned. No, too many of them get in because uh, <laughs> the fan- the phantoms are in the pipes. Uh, Aki explains the meteor was not deliberately deployed as an invasion force. It was flung through space when the phantoms 2B destroyed their planet. The different forms of phantoms are different animals, not all of them sapient. They are literally ghosts. Uh, <laughs> and that makes it r- sound really fucking stupid when in the scene 
after that, instead of before that, General Hines says, No living thing could survive in those pipes. Well, we have our answer what? Yeah, but, like, we already had our answer. Like, uh-huh. they're just, they put him in the wrong order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, can, you can't answer the question and then raise it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, they, they have to do a big escape. Uh, the power goes out long enough for, uh, uh, the whole, the whole party to, uh, escape their, mil- their prison cells. Uh, there's a bit where, like, it's, where, like, a fucking announcer's going, proceeds in the air's evacuation facility, and it starts repeating itself, and then Steve Buscemi says, hey, I think we need to proceed to the nearest evacuation facility. Yeah, no, he he's, like, the only character in this that gets any good jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, they, they're making their escape, uh... Aki Ross and Gray like get separated from the rest of them for a while, but that's now. Now you say for a while, they for five minutes so they can get rescued by them. It's not even five; it's like two. Uh huh. That this is, I think, like the main issue with this movie. Mm-hmm. I think there's a few issues with how this movie's plotted, but the biggest thing is it never really like builds tension or lets a question hang. It's mm-hmm. always everything has to be resolved immediately. Everything has to be answered as soon as possible, mm-hmm. and I think that means that like there, without build up, there's no punch to anything, right? You know, right? Like, like uh, I, like, yeah, exactly. That's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, uh, so I feel like yes, I feel like they maybe they had like a bunch of scenes in mind. But they didn't have, like, the time or the writing to necessarily uh, set them up in an interesting way. Something I read earlier, which I think makes a lot of sense, is people pointing out, in an RPG, you have, like, 60 hours or more to develop characters and plot lines and, like, gradually poke and hint at things. Mm -hmm. And in a movie, you got, like... 90 minutes to two hours right so like i think this is sort of a natural consequence of somebody who's only worked in rpgs moving to a big budget movie Mm -hmm. it's like i i don't think uh he knew how to sort of efficiently deliver a Uh lot of this stuff yeah i i do i do now find myself imagining the video game version of this that's like a third person cover shooter or something. Uh-huh. Uh so uh so they they get they get rescued. Uh they uh have to they have to like find something to escape, so they uh go they find like this big ship that has a big fancy ship. Uh uh-huh. as as they arrive, uh Sergeant Ryan uh, they, they they crash their little car thing. He's mm-hmm. injured and he's pinned in place. Blah, blah, blah. Just give me a gun and I'll be fine. I wonder if he's going to die while facing down a phantom. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the crew starts preparing to both rescue him and properly evacuate the city, which means it's time for a lot more mechanical adjustments we get to experience in agonizing detail. Yeah. They... I, I love seeing things shift and slot and pulse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, 
they they have to get their ovo packs. They have to uh, turn a crank or something. Uh, they have to disengage the cyber anchor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Buscemi dies, uh, and uh, uh, the the woman who is so sad he's dead now uh, just lets herself get taken by the spirits or the phantoms or whatever. Yeah, uh, and, then, and then another big ass phantom is like Gray's shooting it, but Ryan draws it away really, really slowly by firing so his slow. gun at it. It's insane. There, I counted. There are eight reaction shots interspersed with this gunfire. <laughs> eight. It's... You didn't need those. Uh huh. It's so slow and plotting and. Uh, oh my god! And then we get this this inane bit where Gray is like he's going to heroically stay behind because yeah. he's too far away to get on the ship and he wants to distract the Phantom. But then Aki and Sid are just like, we're, "We have a spaceship. We can like get over there and just mm-hmm. rescue you, and it's super easy." And they do. Yeah. Look, it's at this point that I realized that Gray lost his whole squad, not just one of his <laughs> squad, not half his squad. <laughs> His whole squad. <laughs> Fuck you. That this is why he is one of my favorite characters. Uh, they escape oh, from God. New York. <laughs> uh, they they spend some time together. Uh, this okay. This scene is like actually okay at first because mm-hmm. it's like kind of subtle. Aki and Gray are just floating around in zero g. The, the room is still very dark, but it's lit by the stars in a way that's, like, very striking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Gray is like, I wish I could believe they're in a better place. And immediately <laughs> after that, they start making out. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Fucking space makeouts. That's they, ex- did th- they did this shit twice. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I... Can you imagine if your fuck if your fucking like ex was talking about how oh sorry all my best friends just died and then you just started fucking mashing lips? Listen, it's there. There's a lot of the concept of romance in this movie's universe is very confusing because it, it's just it it appears that uh, the most Romantic thing you can do is just think about people dying. Uh, like, we saw it with the earlier romance scene. We see it in this one. I'm sure, uh, they would have, uh, they would have gotten a chance to really, like, bone down if they had watched just one more person die. Uh, uh, so, uh, they. They eventually... Uh, so, uh, Hein, uh, goes to space as well. We need to talk about this fade. Uh-huh. We, we, we see their ship, Aki and Gray's ship, and then we fade to a bullet floating through the air. Yeah! Bullet transition! Ge- Ge- General Hein, I guess he's playing Russian roulette? Yeah, he's... He fucking, like dramatically loads a a pistol and then points it at his head uh and like he he just doesn't feel any motivation to shoot or 
Well, it's not loaded, so... Or, the chamber isn't loaded, so he can't kill himself. It, yeah. I, I, I imagine he does this all the time. Oh, uh, absolutely. Anyway, he's going to the Zeus cannon. He's going to fire on the impact crater. Uh, Sid has scanned for the Eighth Spirit in the last place anyone would have looked. Also the impact crater. Uh, so, uh, apparently, the Eighth Spirit is the spirit of a phantom. Mm-hmm. Um Going there is definitely a suicide mission, but Aki and Sid are like, this is the best chance, maybe the only chance we're going to have to unite all the spirits, so they go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, General Hine lies to the council, he says that the phantoms got in because they're developing an immunity to the barriers, he gets permission to fire the cannon, uh, and Aki and crew arrive at the phantom crater, which is in the Caspian Mountains, not a real place. There are mountains near the Caspian Sea, but they are called the Caucasus. Cool. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know why you would. It's. It's such a strange choice to set the movie on Earth and make up a mountain range that exists mm. where a mountain range already is. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. This is. Uh. Fuck. This is the new mountains. Uh. They they just made them. Uh, so yeah, the the impact crater really fucked things up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, they ha- created a whole new mountain range. Uh, so they so Sid drops them off in their. Uh, it is a quad axle ATV. It is an orb car. Uh, it is a big orb with just like some framing around it. It's uh, it's some it's a fucking bionicle ass vehicle. Yeah, I'm gonna get this for like uh, eighty bucks, and it's gonna come with like a little Matoran. Uh, so uh, they 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 have to go like uh, there's like a sort of race against time as they're like trying to get to the uh, spirit, uh, but uh, the the fu- the cannon fires off. Uh, and they lose the ace spirit, but no, they don't. There's, there. It's, it's just very. They get lost. They they have to make an emergency slime landing where they just land and shoot like big piles of slime to land to cushion the fall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, they, uh, Aki, uh, 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 goes on voice chat with the general. Yeah, and she she gives us this heartfelt speech about how the phantoms were never trying to invade, which would land better if she had received any direction, or if we had seen the phantoms do anything besides wage war against each other and knock people's souls out of their bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, if they acted more like animals or something. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they start falling into the earth. They get deeper and deeper. Uh, yeah, Gen- General Hine keeps bombarding the the Earth, which the system is overheating. He's saying to ignore it. It's not having any real effect on this giant tentacle beast, which I think... It, my understanding is that the big old tentacle beast is the Phantom's planet's Gaia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, like, it's a big blue pool with tentacles yeah. coming out of it. It's Gaia. Well, well, the, the 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 orange tentacle guy is Phantom Gaia. The big blue pool that Aki and Gray reach—that's Earth Gaia. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Phantom Gaia versus Earth Gaia. Yeah. Uh, uh she, uh, she, she's like gonna message Sid, 
Uh, Hein personally goes to do some maintenance work to, uh, make sure this cannon's working. Uh. Aki has a space dream in which the phantom emerges from her body and attacks her, but then it just turns blue and dissipates and life is restored to the alien planet. And then she awakes and finds that the actual phantom inside of her is uncorrupted and it's now the eighth waveform and the composite waveform is complete. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I don't, and there's a line, I don't see how you could have found the final spirit. And I, I'm really mad that she didn't say the spirit was within me all along. Yeah, they come very close to saying the spirit's within many times, but they never fully do it. I, if I remember correctly, I could be making this up. I want to say that at one point they say the phantom within. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gaia has changed the phantom within. Yeah. Uh, uh, so a- Aki and Gray get in this dumb argument. It's like, oh, can we use the shield to project the wave? No, we gotta run. In a good movie, you could probably put like a thematic... Here's the thing. I feel like this whole sequence keeps like approaching a theme of like the need to trust each other but that theme was never really effectively set up earlier so mm-hmm. it's just kind of like yeah th- arguing and then not arguing yeah, like know. a concept of like believing in uh the Gaia stuff versus not uh uh they do like have to use the oval pack in uh Gray's gun uh to like finish up the whole power up thing uh uh, and the, uh, uh, the phantom, like, almost gets them, but everything turns blue. Uh, Hein is very determined to blast them all to hell, but, uh, the, uh, entire Zeus cannon explodes because he overloaded it. This part is... The only analogy I can think of is imagine you're watching Star Wars A New Hope, Mm -hmm. but Luke and Han just fuck off to an entirely different place, and the Death Star blows itself up from blowing up too many planets. Right, right. Uh, Evil defeats itself, you know. Uh, Ugh. uh, So, uh, they... Yeah, it gets overloaded, it blows up, uh, and then, uh, 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 Gray finally believes in, uh, in the magic and stuff, uh, and, uh, he, uh, gets consumed by, uh, Phantom Gaia, uh, and then everything turns blue. And yeah, I, big... I, I think, I think the idea here is that, like, his soul merges with the waveform and introduces it to Phantom Gaia. Mm-hmm. It's it's so insane to me. This movie over explains everything except the shit that actually needs explaining. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, it uh, it goes out into space. A, a big blue beam goes out into space, and uh-huh. then all these little will o' wisp spirits start coming out of the ground. And Sid's like on on the ground, uh, watching this, and then his spirit comes out, and it feels warm. And then uh, Aki rises up out of the crater with Gray's body. She's on an elevator. I don't She's know. She's on an like, elevator. I don't who know. Who put what... that there? <laughs> I, Was I that there the whole time? I, I guess. It, it, I didn't see it before. Um, but yeah, I guess they had an elevator in there the whole time uh, so that she can leave. Uh, and then. Uh, we look out onto nature, 
and a bird flies into the air, and then the movie ends. I, okay. Is this the same eagle from earlier? It has to be, right? I I mean, thematically, like, like in terms of writing a movie, I feel like it has to be. Yeah, thematically. But also, we're on the opposite side of the planet! I don't know. How did it get here? That that's the ma- that's the magic of Gaia. I I guess so. I I feel like I'm nitpicking, but like there's just no level on which this movie works for me. Uh-huh. Even the end credits music is wild uh-huh. because we start with this Avatar sounding faux like world music kind of thing, and like it's not good, but at least it kind of fits. Mm-hmm. And then we just go into some incredibly late nineties alternative rock. Yeah, it's it's quite it's certainly a, a choice. Uh, yeah, that that's it. Uh, Guy reclaims what is hers or something, I guess. Uh. This is an Avatar movie, but if nobody gave a shit about Avatar when it came out, uh, so I'm going to have to give this, uh, for, you know, I don't, I'm just going to give this a general one out of five with a couple yeah. question marks after it. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't think this is an adaptation of anything. It, it's not like, first of all, when you say it's an Avatar movie, I think we should emphasize, like, at the time, yeah, the visual effects were considered spectacular. The mm-hmm. story was for, was considered forgettable. So pretty much the only difference between this and Avatar is it's less, like, weirdly racist. Yeah, um, it's, it's less racist and, and less profitable. it was incredibly unsuccessful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, people talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie as, mm-hmm. like... A, a bad adaptation or an adaptation that took a lot of liberties. Next to this, like, you slap the name Final Fantasy on this movie, and then you look at the Mario movie, and it's like, oh, no, that's a Mario movie. Mm-hmm. They, they got Goombas, they got Koopas, they got Bowser in it, they got the they got the Thwomp Stompers, they got Bullet Bills. That's a, fu- that's a fucking Mario movie right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is... It, it is literally... As far as I can tell, it is just it just has Final Fantasy on it to yeah. hopefully attract more attention. And I I think if anything, it backfired. Yeah, it it definitely makes it a worse. It definitely lessens the movie uh, to like have it associated with this brand. It does nothing with. Uh, it's 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 not. I think this might be one of the worst movies we've ever watched. It is... I think it might be the worst movie we've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let me, let me, uh, let me check our... Yeah, I... Let me, let me check our oeuvre real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Warcraft, not, like, a good movie, but at least a pretty funny one. And, like, it had some interesting sequences. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Brothers definitely better. Uh... Sonic the Hedgehog OVA, better than this. Definitely. Street Fighter, dragged a lot, but at least there were some good sequences. Mm-hmm. It had good moments. Uh, Pokemon yeah, first. Yeah, no, I, I, 
I think this is straight up the worst movie. Well, oh, Alone in the Dark was pretty bad. Alone in the Dark was pretty bad. I uh, Alone in the Dark was bad for like a lot of the same reasons as this. Yeah, it's very boring. It's it and there's also Prince of Persia 2010, which is just very mid. Uh, again, I I think Prince of Persia 2010 is similar to uh war not warcraft street fighter and it, like there's parts of that that are really boring and the characters are all like archetypes but there's parts that are okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't think there's a single part of this movie aside from like a few of steve buscemi's lines that i liked on purpose right yeah yeah i think so uh yeah this is the worst movie we've ever watched one out of five on all accounts uh I don't even think this gets in an adaptation rating. It's just a one out of five. Uh, so, uh, with with that done, uh, let's... We got some questions. Uh, if you want to send in a question, you can either send it in to our Twitter or our co-host, if I remember to update it, or uh, our Tumblr. Uh, so... Oh, or in our Discord, in the uh, mail... I think it's the... Ask, it's the mailbag channel. Uh, so, uh, just gonna pop that open real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, first question on Twitter uh, comes from uh, PR, at PR the Disaster, who asks, If Final Fantasy wasn't already the name of a known franchise, what would you expect from a movie of that name? Well, I'll tell you what. I would probably expect one of two things. I would either think, this is probably, like, a very metaphorical title. It's probably something to do with, like, coming of age or, like, an older person. uh, Not necessarily having a dying dream, but, like, approaching what one might think of the decline of one's life and having to sort of reckon with that and figure out what they're going to do with their remaining time. Or I would think it's going to be a fucking fantasy movie and not like this. Yeah, I would. It's mostly sci fi, but everything runs on ghosts shit. Yeah, I would expect like some sort of post apocalyptic fantasy thing. Uh, oh, that would be so sick. Like, yeah. like some Conan shit or some six string samurai type mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. that would be good. Uh, uh, Let's see. Next question on Discord from Kitty Cat Herder, who asks, If you could have written the first movie titled Final Fantasy, what would it be about? Which I guess is a similar question. Uh, I I guess I guess that, that's the same question, but if you have any other takes, uh, feel free to shoot I mean, off. I mean, if I specifically were writing it, then I'm assuming it would be like an adaptation of Final Fantasy in the broad sense, or at least I would have the rights to make it one. Mm-hmm. It's difficult, because like I said earlier, video game plots are generally crafted with the assumption that you have, on the low end, like, four to six hours to work with, and more likely 40 or 60 or even more. Mm. Um, So I don't know if you could do a straight adaptation of any mainline Final Fantasy game. Mm -hmm. I think... You could make, and this is going to sound like a weird pull, Mm -hmm. I think you go for a game along the lines of Final Fantasy X2, 
You ju- you lean into like Final Fantasy aesthetics and tropes, but you just have it be about like a band a band of heroes slash thieves doing a heist. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking like to do some treasure hunter shit. Yeah, I'm imagining like uh, something like yeah, an original story with like the Final Fantasy concepts, where it's like they're they're sort of like. They have to, like, go around the world collecting magical MacGuffins and, uh... Here, here's the thing. I think you need to limit it to one. Because mm-hmm. something I realized while watching this movie, it's weird that there are eight spirits, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, they get one at the very beginning. They get one about a third of the way through. The, the last one is resolved at the end. And then they just already have five. And that yeah. creates a weird tone for me. Yeah. I think you limit it to one. Have you seen the new Puss in Boots movie? They made not. the wolf really hot in it. They, I don't they, know why they I made the wolf that. so hot. I do know that. Uh, new Puss in Boots movie is really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's not like... I don't think it's going to win awards. But, you know, it, it, is, it is a serviceable and fun and, I think, well-crafted movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is... I think part of that is it has a very tight focus. Everybody in the cast is going after one thing, the wishing star. They all want it for different reasons, but they're all going in the same direction to get the same thing, and that allows you to keep the focus tight. Right. So I think uh, rather than having like a bunch of different plot coupons, as you might want to ha- have in like an actual video game, say uh, there there's one world crystal and or whatever and like it's it's being misused and this t- this team of unlikely heroes gets together to go steal it from the the evil king or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the uh, empire and, and there and there's a chocobo in it yeah and there's a chocobo there's got to be one um uh yeah yeah i think that that sounds about right that that would be definitely the perfect move for like a final fantasy movie uh original setting uh magical macguffin uh, yeah, that sounds great. I, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, our last question comes from Dark Wizard James Mason, who asks, What Final Fantasy class are you? Uh, hmm. I've been playing a lot of 14, and I feel like my favorite one is gotta be Warrior, because you're big, you're dumb as fuck, and nothing can stop you. Uh. Uh-huh. Sorry, what's the question again? I missed it. What Final Fantasy class are you? Uh, there's a lot of Final Fantasy classes. Are we just talking like Final Fantasy 14 or like any Final Fantasy job that's been let's, in the series? Let's go with anyone. Like anything that really speaks out to you. Uh, I mean, Blue Mage is really good. Mm-hmm. Just conceptually. I like the Final Fantasy 5 Blue Mages where they look yeah. like Sentai heroes. Yeah, those are great. Um, I, I respect Geomancers. I like the, the Sword Knight, Mystic Knight kind of thing. I've mm-hmm. always been one for Berserkers as well. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go for Berserker or Blue Mage. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for Warrior or Paladin. Yeah. Alright. Uh, that's our questions. So, uh, let's see. Uh, do you have any movie suggestion for next month? None whatsoever. All right. Um, huh. I was thinking about what movie we could watch 
Um, I had an idea in my head, but it it went away. Um, I'm thinking. Hmm. We could keep that JRPG grip going and uh, do that Dragon Quest movie that came out a year or two ago. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Uh, yeah, let's let's watch the Dragon Quest movie. Yeah, Dragon Quest, your story. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Until, uh, yeah. Uh, let's uh, do some plugs. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm Maxie. You can find me on Tumblr and co-host at Max Knightley. That's M-A-X-K-N-I-G-H-T-L-E-Y. I'm not on Twitter anymore. Fuck that place. Yeah, Sucks ass. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me on a lot of places. Uh, there's Twitter and Tumblr. Those are bigger challenge. Co-host, big challenges. Uh, there's, uh, biggest art on Tumblr. Uh, uh, at Xbox underscore holiday, where Esther celebrates holidays with Xbox. Maybe I'll move that to Tumblr. I'm thinking about it. Uh, but I've got stuff queued up. Uh, happy Lunar New Year, Xbox. Uh, and of course, uh, my fur affinity, big challenges. And yeah, that's it. I'll save the podcast shout outs for another time. Although I will mention we are on Noise Space, uh, noisespace.xyz. Lots of podcasts on there. Uh, hmm. I'll shout out, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, good one. Uh, Digimon Ghost Gaze is really good. Zero to Zero, one of, probably one of my all time favorite podcasts. Incredible show. Uh, uh, Sounds About Light, which is about Kingdom Hearts. That one's good. Uh, I've heard Slappers Only is going to have a comeback soon. Uh, yeah, lots of good shows. Uh, uh, you should also listen to Eidolon Playtest, an actual play RPG podcast I'm on. Um, mm. It's about... It's currently about uh, psychic teens who nominally investigate mysteries, uh, but mostly get in fights that become more fucked up than they were planning for Mm -hmm. hell yeah uh all right until next time i'm dan i'm maxi and this ain't no game good night good night